So welcome to Sailor Moon Therapy Hour, where we are watching all of Sailor Moon from the very beginning and comparing the original subtitled version to the original dub version from the 90s that we grew up on. My name is Audrey, and I have so many questions. My name is Allison, and I have maybe almost no answers. (laughs) Great. So... Today we watched uh, Computer School Blues is the dub name. And I always forget to look up the episode title, and it was a great episode title. Yes. Mine was The Girl Genius is a Monster, The Brainwashing Cram School of Horror. Oh my god, that's amazing. I know, right? And I'm really excited. Uh, I have actually questions for you, and they're more about like how they handled certain things in the dub. In particular, I wonder, I can't remember how they handled the cram school, but my brother turned to me and said, I remember thinking she went to a different school because of this. Yeah. Um, Because it's not really an American concept, and the dub is not usually very good at handling non-American concepts. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So. So, okay. I'm going to start by quickly summarizing this episode. So in this episode is obviously the first time that we meet uh, Ami in the Japanese Amy. or Amy um, in the dub and she is Sailor Mercury but I'm getting ahead of myself this episode it starts with <laughs> um, I don't want to get too detailed into it but basically Serena's a bad student and is struggling to study she goes to school the next day for some reason Luna checks into the Sailor V video game. Okay, that's wild, and we're going to get to that later. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so many questions on that front, because that's the first time that we've seen that, so that was bonkers. I I think that's not even summary topic. Like, man, that's going to require a deep dive of, I I was like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Thank you! Okay, that's going to go into our so many questions. (laughs) I have questions segment. Um, And so she's given... Uh, Amy's picture and like she's a new student at the school and she's been tasked with investigating her because they think she might be a monster so cut to the school Serena's talking to her friends they're all gossiping about Amy who by the way is like five feet away and can definitely hear everything that they're saying and they're gossiping about how she's from a really brainiac school they call it the brain farm Ah. so they're they're saying that's like her old school Yes. Oh, again, so I'm, she, I, okay, I'm yeah. trying to save this. Let's go through the summary, yeah. then we'll go back. <laughs> yeah, so she had just transferred from, like, a very super smart school. No explanation as to why, so they're kind of trying to guess. Marvin's talking about how he's going to spy on her. I guess he does talk to her later, but that's completely cut. Um, and she definitely heard all of them gossiping. And then after school... Um, Serena's walking home, and she decides to walk a little bit slower because she got a bad grade on her so, test, apparently. Can we try, like, a really, really short summary and then just mm. do the long summary? Because I, so, I keep wanting to jump in. I know, I know. Stories. I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. So she meets Amy. They still think she's a monster. Amy is also going to a secondary school at night for computer classes, and she leaves a floppy disk. Serena has to go there to give it back to her. But first, Luna wants to check it out, and they discover that it's brainwashing people. And so she goes into the school, transforms into Sailor Moon, and then um, Amy is being, like, the monster is trying to brainwash her, and then her little forehead lights up, 
and Luna realizes, oh, she's not the monster, she's Sailor Mercury, and just like throws her a pen, and then Sailor Mercury transforms, and then saves the day, and then they're... Wee! The yeah, end. that was exciting, <laughs> and it was like, the forehead thing, I was like, oh, I forgot about that, that was so exciting. Yeah, yeah I, was, <laughs> I was excited to see that, too. Awesome. That was, by the way, a fun episode. I vaguely remembered that one. No surprise because it's it's dramatic. I think yeah. this is the episode that they've been cutting things wildly to get to because they yeah. want their like girl magic team for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. So I noticed right away that they so changed what it I missed. to. <laughs> I, I will say right away I noticed that they changed the cram school, which is you know the very typical you know you have extra school to study so you can get into a good college. They changed that to a extra computer school. Yeah, it's computer class. Yeah, three hours twice a week. <laughs> yeah, you know computer classes, which is gonna make something she said in the sub extra funny. Um, because at some point she's like, yeah, I stopped using the computer because you shouldn't use machines to help you learn. And <laughs> I was like, in your computer class, Amy? <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, yeah, she doesn't say that in the dub. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so if we start at the beginning, yeah, we start with uh, same thing. Usagi is not good at, at, at studying. And uh, I thought that at the very beginning, oh, we actually started in mine with Jadeite talking to oh, yeah, Queen yeah. Beryl, which I, I only note because one, there was like a different animation than they've been showing for the past like five episodes, <laughs> like slightly different. She was in a different pose doing her crystal ball. Oh, I didn't see that. And I also really like that Jadeite basically said that like studying makes kids really miserable and we're into misery. <laughs> And he's explaining the concept of studying to Queen Beryl about how, like, the parents will push them and push them and push them so they get into a good school. And she's like, so what happens after they get into a good school? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, let's go for it. That's so much better. The Hold on. I wrote down what he said in the dub. Um, he First of all, he's getting reamed by Beryl. Oh. Because um, she's like, you failed the last two times. Wow, and they didn't then, have that. Yeah, and then he talks about scholastic achievement is energy, so we want to harvest this achievement energy. Yeah, I thought it was actually kind of neat that they went for, like, an actual call-out on parents. Yeah. Interesting that they didn't want to translate that into America. Maybe it doesn't translate as well. But but when, when we get to the end and we look at the, the sailor says moral in the English version, I want to guess what it is before they do it, because I'm very yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then we go to Usagi. She's laughing at her comic. And one of the things I thought in this scene, you know, is her mom comes and gets in our grades. But it was, like, honestly very nuanced. Like, I thought it was kind of cute. They had a moment where, like, her, her mom's like, what are you doing? And she's like, mom, look at this comic. It's so funny. And the mom looks at it and laughs and then goes back to being mad. Mm-hmm. And But she's, like, she's more like, I don't ask a lot for you, but I need you to, like, not fail, please. And then Usagi starts crying. And she's like, no, like, very over melodramatic. Starts going, nobody understands how hard it is to be not like to be the worst in school like we have it the hardest of anybody in the whole world are you know it's like she's just very melodramatic and the mom's just like i don't even know where you get this sometimes <laughs> what i really liked though was like i love those moments when you can see the parent in the child and the child in the parent like very good so they they changed that a little bit mm-hmm. um so they twisted that that cute moment that you just mentioned where she's laughing to be more like sarcastic laughing Aww. and then like like she's just fake laughing and then serious again um and uh sh- 
and Serena does start crying about like there's so much pressure and you have no like we have so much more it's not like it was when you were in school mom we have so much more pressure now and her mom goes yeah that's the excuse I used to use with my mom well at (laughs) least there was a little bit of a bonding moment because I remember also the last time we saw her dad that the sub at least had like a moment where it's like the dad reminded me he was like late to work or something and I was like I don't know it's very cute I like that yeah um I don't know what, uh, oh, Usagi's like, ah, oh, it must be nice to be a cat. And Luna gets kind of offended. <laughs> She's like, you don't do anything. Oh. Luna's like, yes, I do. In today's How Is Luna a Bitch This episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She is, like, really shitting on her for not studying in her room. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and I wrote, why does Luna care about her studying? Yeah, you'd think but Luna would be like, this is distracting from your mission. Exactly. Because that's what she says yeah. whenever she does something fun. Yeah, and so in this one, she's like, you need to learn about the world because you're Sailor Moon. I don't know. It was whatever. I, I Luna was a lot less of a nag. Like, she was a little, like, she's like, you really got to study. But she came off more as, like, yeah, the friend who's a little smug because she gets good grades. And also who just got offended because Usagi just told her she doesn't do anything all day. And then she's like, they, they have a little, like, they're bickering, bantering back and forth. And she jumps up and she's like, you're reading manga. <laughs> she's not studying at all. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute. Oh, this is the other thing is that I, because I, we, we've discussed before is that I felt like the dub cut a lot of the setup with A, the Sailor V, which I assume they bring up finally at this point in the dub because maybe not. And then B, I thought that I cannot remember. Does the dub just tell you that Sailor Moon is the princess, or do we also not know in the dub, or do they just kind of cut more of it and not really go into it? They haven't talked about it in the episodes yet, but it is in the intro, like in the. That's whole what I remembered. Is like so. we just know that Sailor Moon's the princess, yeah. and in the sub we don't know. It's like a running thing, and I she like Luna explicitly says to her this time, "Your mission is to fight evil and to find the Moon Princess." We, you should be focused on finding the princess. Wow, and it was, a clear mission. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> oh, we actually know what she's trying to do. And in the in yeah. the sub, it's just like she's like she's always like, you should be focused on your mission. And it's like, what is that? It's fighting bad guys. There aren't right. any bad guys here right now, Luna. What do you want me to yeah, do? Like the, well, and then somehow now they already know about Queen Barrel, which is weird because oh, nobody yeah. has mentioned How, that. But, well, also like they knew they made up the Negaverse, and I'm like, where did you get that information? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So they mentioned uh, Queen Beryl now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah, now we get to the really weird scene. I want to hear what happened on your end. <laughs> the- so Luna sneaks into the game center late at night and logs on to the game system computer thing where the Sailor V game is. And <laughs> she like has an access code <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's like typing on the little, or she's on the gamepad, and they're like saying she's mystery like, phrases back and forth. Yeah, like the moon is weird... made of mochi. Mochi is very sticky. Oh no, that's not what it is. Well, I'm not surprised. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, because we, God forbid, we know what mochi is. Um, she, yeah, it's like this weird man's voice suddenly and talking to her from the game. And her passcode is something about sardines and, like, cats. And was the man's voice, like, a glowing orb of light? Like, that was weird. I was like, who's in this game talking to her? I don't remember this at all. 
Yeah, I don't remember this at all it's either. <laughs> obviously appropriate that it's the Sailor V game because that ties in more yeah. that Sailor V is connected and she's like maybe going to be the princess. Well, it makes me wonder if this is Artemis's voice. That's what I wondered. I was like, maybe this is Artemis, and yeah, that's like what they're just they're communicating using. And that would make sense, because, like, Artemis has already activated Sailor Venus, mm-hmm. and he's maybe set up these games and, and seeded technology into him, as a cat yeah. does. <laughs> as, one, as one does in cat life. Oh, cat my gosh. tech. But it was really <laughs> cool, because I was like, it was, I mean, it was very strange, because I was like, you pulled this, like, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. But that it was, was cool. nowhere in the sub, Mm-mm. right? Like, I'm not crazy. This is the first time we've seen this. No, but, I mean, we, but to be fair, the sub at least seeded, like, Sailor V and the game yeah. for a lot longer, and even the game store, and I feel like in the dub, this would have been just like, what the heck is happening? Well, and I just don't even remember this, and I remember this episode, too, like, I remember... Mm-hmm. Beep, 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 being really exciting. I think uh, if you don't have anything to attach it to, like the Sailor V thing, you're really not going to, like, remember it because it's just, like, a weird thing that happens. Because they they don't set up Sailor V in the dub. Correct. So you don't have any reason to know why that game is relevant. Yeah. Although they do play it, like, later Amy, like, Serena takes her to the game. Yeah, but they play it, but, like, you never know why that would, because we don't know Sailor V's, like, a freaking masked crime fighter who looks like Usagi. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, weird. You don't even know she's a real person, I don't think. In Sailor the dub. V? In the dub, you don't know she's a real person, because we've never Correct. Yeah. mentioned her. <laughs> they only talk about her, because I feel like she's mentioned her before, because I also remember like her brother mentions her at some point, like, oh, are yeah. you Sailor V? And she's like, no, I'm Sailor Moon. So, like... There's a little couple hints. Yeah. So I get yeah. So the the take home from this weird scene is that we need to keep an eye on Ami because she might be a monster. And this is the first time they've done the like we think we know who the monster is early, and it's mm-hmm. you know obviously a misdirect. It's handled. It's sort of an unusual or or, or new novel thing to do, but I didn't think it was handled super like gracefully with the misdirect. <laughs> it's no. kind of heavy handed. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. And now we're in the hallways talking, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed her, uh, Usagi's fat friend was back, so she did I wrote erase. that, too. I was like, chubby girl is back. <laughs> <laughs> so she does continue to exist. Yeah, at least for now. Yeah. They'll promptly all disappear uh, because then we'll be focusing on her Sailor Scouts. Yeah. So as you mentioned, they're all talking about Ami, who's... I didn't think right she was there. new to the school, but maybe she was. Um, but, yeah, and, and she goes to a fancy cram school, which you said they changed. What did they tell, what'd they yeah. tell you about Ami on, on your side with Melvin and all the, the, the people? Um, that she came from some fancy, really smart kid school that they had nicknamed the Brain Farm. And they're like, well, why would she be here? Maybe she's a Brain Farm flunky. Ooh. Serena's concerned that oh, great, now we have another really smart person. And so somebody's making fun of her for being like, yeah, now you're just going to look even dumber. <laughs> um, and then they realize that she can hear everything that they're saying. And so Serena, like, fake laughs to be like, oh, you're so funny, Melvin. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's obviously a little different than what they were saying in the sub because the sub had a different context. 
They were like, oh, she's really, really smart. Uh, Melvin's like, she has a crazy high IQ. And they're like, how do you know this? And I don't remember how he knew it. <laughs> it's just Melvin being creepy. They're like, stop. Melvin, stop. No, he's a stalker. <laughs> they're like, stop sneaking up on us, Melvin. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah. But they're like, she's going, she's attending this cram school that's really prestigious. It's, and they're like, oh, isn't that really expensive? And they're like, yeah, her mom's super rich. She's a doctor. And um, they're like, but actually she got in on a scholarship. So she's super, super smart. Um, and everyone's, and yeah, they're, they're teasing Serena. And then the same thing where, where Ami looks at them and they all start like awkwardly laughing. But of course it really kind of looks like they're laughing at her and Ami's just exactly. like sadly staring out a window wistfully. Um, yeah, she does look very sad. Yeah. <laughs> they so. don't explain that in the dub of why she's sad. Uh, yeah. Cause in this one, it's like, she literally, and it's like a cram school she goes to like every day <laughs> all oh, the time. Wow. Yeah. It's great. They call it a uh, Crystal Seminar Cram School, and it's new and not at all evil sounding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, there's a scene where Serena's like, oh, God, my mom's going to be mad about my bad grades. And she pictures her mom like yelling at her and putting her in like a dog collar. And I was like, that's very Japanese. And I bet they didn't put that. <laughs> no, they sure didn't. <laughs> in the dub. <laughs> So, what next? Um, so, as she's walking home, Serena spies Amy down that alleyway, and then Luna, like, attacks her. But then Amy is like, oh, my God, you're so cute. And, by the way, her voice is so bad. Oh, no. It's, really? It makes no sense. It's a super weird accent. Like, it sounds like it's supposed to be British, but it's still American. And so Ooh. the way that she over enunciates fake stuff, British to show she's smart. Yeah, yeah, but not even full British. Like it's not like I feel like Luna's a little oh, bit no. more British. Yeah, Luna's Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, but she I can't even describe I'm gonna have to I might even have to add a clip because it's I'm I'm trying to yeah. I'm looking for I was interesting. I thought they were definitely setting up like Luna was attacking her, but then Luna just lands on her shoulder, so I, was, I thought that was maybe meant to be kind of a creepy misdirect. But Ami's like, oh, hi, kitty. And Luna, like, gets distracted by being petted, and it was very cute. Yeah. Um, and then Serena goes to say hi to her. Yeah. And then they start talking. Which was cute. And I was going to note that uh, Usagi's like, oh, sorry about my cat. Did she scare you? And Ami's like, oh, when she jumped down, I thought for a minute she might be an angel. And Usagi's like, oh, that was a really cute thing to say. And I was like, it was a really cute thing to say. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> That's that already like that's giving so much more personality to Ami than the dub. What, does. what did she say anything in the dub? I mean, I was so distracted by her weird accent, but she was just like, "Oh, I wish I had a kitty cat or something like something <laughs> weird." <laughs> and then the other really great thing in this scene is that Usagi is starting to be friends, but her goal is she's she has this amazing idea. She's like, "I can become friends with Ami," and then. It will help me on tests. And she, so she, this is her evil plan the whole Which episode. is like, I'm going to become friends with her so I'll get better grades. That would have made so much more sense. It's so funny. And she does the most amazing, like, evil planning faces. They're so good. I'm going to have to pull a screen cap for you or something because, yeah. like, I want to make them, like, a meme or an emoji. They were so good. All of her, like, evil planning faces of, like, <laughs> That would have been so good. It had so, they just did they cut, cut that? that? It has so mm -hmm. much character. Why did you cut yeah. it? 
Maybe they, they cut all, everything that gives character, I guess. It's so boring. And so Usagi, yeah. to try to be friends with her, takes her to the game center. Yeah. And so in this one, it feels more like a bit of a guilt trip. Like, she feels bad that they were talking about her. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you're sad. We were talking about you. Yeah, let's go. Let's go I like this out. better where she's yeah. just like, I have an evil plan to make a friend. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, and then it makes more sense that she's like hanging out with her you know well mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah so they go to the game store what happens at your side <laughs> mm-hmm. so she introduces her to the game and she's like and don't feel this is serena talking and she goes don't feel bad if you you know if you don't get a very high score you'll get better at it and then amy who has never played it before immediately starts getting like the highest score and um and everybody's gathered around and serena's just like what <laughs> and, and then Amy checks her watch while she's like still getting like she's like over a hundred thousand points or something there's a weird cut where they're talking about how many points she has but on the screen it's only like 500 or something so I'm like what the heck just happened and then she goes oh my god I'm gonna be late my professor's gonna be so mad and she runs off to go to her cram school I guess her computer mm-hmm. school I will say that's pretty similar. I so you know Usagi plays first, and mm. and uh, Ami's like, oh, that looks hard. And Usagi goes, another smart observation from the genius. It is hard because she's so pleased with herself that she's talented. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> and then she she finishes and says, you want to try? And then Ami's just like really good at it. But I really liked the the the, the mood they set as they're showing Ami play. And Ami's face kind of like gets more and more serious and the numbers start creeping up and up. And it really is sort of like her like just her life these days is just like grinding a number higher, like grinding your grades higher. And it was like, like both like, wow, you're really good, but also like kind of sad. And I don't yeah. know. It was interesting. I don't know if they cut the scores. I'm a child, so I noticed that a number of the scores, they had 420, they had 69,000. I was like, <laughs> I noticed they were, I was like, is that a coincidence that I keep seeing numbers no. that, but. <laughs> animators um, are dirt, dirty girls. <laughs> so um, I think that, isn't there a, a number in Japan, like for hell, that's like 999 or something? I could I be wrong. Know. But I thought there was another one that might have been weird, but I was like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, and then every, there's like a crowd around them. Serena's like. I think Serena's a little like great. She's good at this. Oh no. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, she has to run off, and she's like, "I have cram school, and every single day." And you could see Usagi go, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, this is yeah. not a, what? no." And she runs off, and there's a cute scene where she drops her her floppy disk. Yeah. And Andrew's like comes out, and Serena's sad because Serena thought Andrew was gonna say hi to her, but he's just like, yeah. "Oh, she dropped the disk," but it was still cute. Yeah, that also still happened in the, okay. in the dub. Is his and name Andrew? I, had, I don't even remember what his name was. Yeah, in the... it is Andrew okay. in the dub. And I had this moment where I was like, oh, floppy disks! <laughs> I know, we literally mentioned them. I think last episode I was mentioning yeah. those little square. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there it is. And that, of course, has the evil program on it. And I was like, yeah, you probably can encode a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, brainwashing into, what is it like? tiny tiny amount of... it's like one megabyte i think yeah <laughs> that's, that's probably enough uh i'm trying to think of like oh ami says before she runs off she says because she usagi's like every day and ami goes yeah. studying is the only thing i'm good at and it was really sad oh <laughs> also you've just been playing this game like hun child 
So I think part of the episode is literally like she gets this other thing, like fighting and friends and like, I don't know, it made me happy. That explain. oh, I just got chills. Uh, that explains <laughs> so much more. Like why take out so much character development and theme? Like that's the whole theme of the episode. Mm-hmm. They completely cut all of that. It makes total sense now why she was just like forlornly looking out the window and is just sad. Like why change these lines? Because studying is good for children. Why, Allison? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. They, they're, they're just always ripping these themes back out, and I don't know why. They also changed. So <clears throat> it's just so weirdly specific. Um, they changed it. Obviously, they changed it to computer school, and she specifically says, it's three hours long, only twice a week. <laughs> Yeah, you're so, right. Because this is like it's three not every hours every single day, which is like it's yeah. a lot of gram school. Yeah, and I think this is the last point when they really try to trick the audience whether Ami's evil because mm-hmm. um, because we see like a at the cram school like a creepy silhouette through the blinds yeah. being like I will destroy everyone with my evil or whatever. Um, and yeah, I wrote evil monologuing. And so, so we're supposed to be like, is it Amy? And of course it's not Amy. And then I think almost immediately after this, we see Amy like in the cram school with like a creepy lady. So we now, as the audience know, it's definitely not Amy because this lady is very, very obviously creepy. She is the most evil looking human monster we've seen. Like normally they look like normal people. This one just looks evil immediately. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the design, but I was like, oh, obviously this is There was some weird like, (laughs) like exaggeration to her facial features. Yeah, yeah, and so, like her glasses, I think too, maybe like added to it. Yeah, her glasses were weird. It was very strange. Yeah. So then what? Um. So then let's see. So Serena oh, takes the. Oh. I forgot because we actually go into the school, and I wanted to describe the school because it does not look like a cram school to me. They're like all these students are in these little boxes, like cubicles, with a computer, and they're all studying. And I guess the computer's just like. I don't know if they're looking at the computers or not, but the computer's supposed to be, like, broadcasting study energy at them, but, of course, it's sucking all their energy. And Ami doesn't have her disc, and the teacher is mad at her, or is like, you need your disc to study. And Ami's like, I don't really need my disc to study, so that's fine. And the teacher's like, no, you need your disc to study. It'll improve your brainwaves or whatever. Uh, wow. So, (laughs) um, okay. So Amy has forgotten her disc and she's like, oh no, I guess I'll just have to retype up my homework. And so she's about to pull her like homework out. And then the teacher like puts her weird hand, like hand on her shoulder and then is like, hey, Amy, I would like you to teach the class today. And Amy's like, oh yeah, sure. I can do that. And then when the teacher walks away, she goes, oh good. I thought she was going to be mad at me for forgetting my disc. Uh, which makes it super weird because later when Sailor Moon shows up, she's still at her own computer. She's not Yeah, because I was class. like, why did they have her say she was going to teach the class if she doesn't I don't know. It. I don't that know why they would change that. Is a weird Because choice. then later, the, mon- the monster, before she transforms into a monster, is like, I can't trust you with anything. Like, I'd leave you for five minutes or whatever. You can't even teach the class like I asked you. It was very That's strange. completely added and made up, and yeah. I don't know why. And why? That. Maybe they were hoping it would really, like, continue. Like, maybe she's evil because she's running the class. That doesn't make sense to me. 
That's very anyway. Strange. Yeah. So so yeah, you said the Nusagi's outside the building with Luna. They're investigating. Yeah, and I don't know what she's <clears throat> looking at. She's just like planning to go into the school to give her the floppy disk, and then Darian shows up and distracts Darian. her. Darian like, weirdly runs away. Like oh, did they cut he this? Really even... Yeah, like he he just says, "Hey, meatball head." And then maybe he, like, makes fun of her for looking at the school or something. And she, like, like both her and Luna just, like, No, this scene was like, great. Right this scene was great. And it was really cute. Are you ready? I yes, don't know why they me. cut this. I really don't. Um, yeah, first of all, they run into each other. And she's like, stop creeping on me. And he's like, I'm not really creeping on you. But, like, they keep running into each other. It's cute. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I like also just acknowledging, like, it is creepy the way you keep running yeah. into her. And he's like, my head. And, and so, because, and he goes, so was that cat just talking to you? <gasps> and Luna and, and Usagi freeze. They stare at him. They go, or, or, or Serena goes, no, that would be crazy. Cats can't talk. They turn, they run away, they stop. They stare back at him. He's just kind of looking at them like, yeah, like, uh, duh. And they stare at him for a minute and then they run away again. And it's so funny and so cute. And it was so cool too. Like he just like heard the cat talking. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a hint, wow. too, but, like, he's so chill about it in a word like, like, he's clearly, like, this is yeah. suspicious, but he's also not, like, weirded out, like, well, what's going on Well, he might, maybe, like, expects it, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I knew that there was something that they had cut because of the way that they ran away, so what they do in the dub is Serena goes, don't look at me, or, like, stop looking at me, and then they run away, pause, and look back, and she's like, they're still, he's still looking at me, and, like, they keep running. Why'd they cut that? It was really I fun. Know. I was like, this is a fun development. And also just yeah. so funny because Luna and Serena are both very, very bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this. like, and I could tell from their facial expressions, I was like, something is missing. Yeah, Luna's, <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't just like, because Luna was freaking out too, not just mm-hmm. Serena. And I love how they both yeah. freak out in the same way. We were talking about how, like, you know, in the dub, they're always making Luna such a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because they just make her mean but like in this one like she's very much a lot like serena like she's on the yeah, same level the same age she makes, yeah she makes some mistakes she gets shy about things it's yeah. very cute yeah i just don't know why they would change that um okay so then um i think i can't remember at what point they go and luna wants to look at the disc and then they discover that, that that's now because because yeah. Serena's like oh shoot I forgot I got so distracted by Darian I forgot to yeah. drop off the disc and Luna's like before you do I want to find a school and look at it and I want to say did they do this in the in the dub because they made a you know computers were very new in the 90s yeah. so they're making yeah. a big deal they're like we have to go to a school to find a computer Serena's like I don't know how to use a computer that's I guess why the computers were associated with the smart cram school too is like computers were a smart person yeah. thing and Luna's yeah, like, I know how to use a computer. And Luna, we get to Luna using the little computer yeah. and typing. I oh want a God. gif of that. Luna typing away on the little keys yes. with her little kitty paws. Oh, my God. Really good. Yeah, so they just cut straight to a computer. <clears throat> and I think Serena says something about, like, wow, you're pretty good at computers for a cat. I mean, she is, let's be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I was like, I had wonderful nostalgia flashbacks to how weird media was about computers back in that time period. Even yeah. past the point when, like, when kids understood computers, TV shows were still, like, explaining computers to kids. They would always be, like, a, you know, like, three years behind or something. Yeah. They'd be, like, yeah. every everything would have an internet episode where you'd be, like, we go into the World, World Wide, Wide Web. Wide Web. <laughs> you said it. 
<laughs> and it would be so weird. Yeah. Do you remember when the mall had a whole bank of computers that were connected to the internet and we used to go in and like check our Yahoo Club RPGs at the mall? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't have cell phones. You couldn't check it on your phone. Yeah, exactly. And we were like, ooh, is there a new post? <laughs> yes. Because, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we RP'd stories back and forth within, in yeah. Yahoo groups, which was, yeah. does not exist anymore. <laughs> like nope. many things on Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo really screwed up. They screwed the pooch on that one. <laughs> um, okay, so, so now we know that the disc is evil. Oh, yeah, because uh, during this, the disc started making a creepy noise, and it starts saying, give us all your energy, give us all your energy. And they're like, ah, it's evil. And you're like, yup, yup. And they're like, oh, so, yeah, so did she disguise as a doctor? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Did they cut she it? Dis- they didn't cut it. I was excited to see the disguise pen again, because I feel like after the next couple episodes, we never see it again. Yeah, at some point it vanishes. Which yeah. it also did um, from the manga, to be fair. Like, they introduced it and then just stopped using yeah. that concept. She probably just didn't need it anymore. Um, I wrote fabulous school superintendent. That's what she transforms into. She to be fair, I added that. <laughs> to be fair, I was really unclear what the doctor had to do with anything. They were like a doctor for the university hospital, and I, I don't understand why she was a doctor to go to see a cram school. Yeah, <laughs> even I if the cram school was in a university that had a hospital. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. Maybe I do think that the superintendent makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, no, I yeah. think you're right. I, I honestly think that might have been a better translation because I was like, yeah. why is she a doctor? But okay. Yeah, maybe she does that go, is She does go running and she's like, I have a patient that urgently needs help. And she, <laughs> she goes as she goes what? running in. It was really cute. <laughs> that is adorable. I also love, in my head canon now, it's like because Usagi doesn't really know, like she's so anti-school. Like she doesn't really know what a good disguise would be. So I, she's actually, just, like, I love up. that. I love that. That she just was like, "How do I sneak into a cram school?" Clearly, I'm a doctor. And also, here's I need another to be a smart thing. person. Because she, as soon as she shows up, she's gonna transform into Sailor Moon. So she's a yep. doctor for like 20 seconds to go yep. inside the building. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing like why why even become a doctor? And it just, was like, you know, you could have just walked in as you. And I was like, oh, but yeah. she can't walk in as you because we don't want Ami to recognize her. Yeah. And then someone was like, my brother was like, well, she could have walked in a Sailor Moon. And I'm like, but then she would have had yeah. to transform outside before yeah. the fight. And they never she do that. Gone because that would have gone into a bathroom. Be... Yeah, but it, it would have been very underwhelming to transform yeah. before the fight. Like, can you imagine if she's just like, oh, there's a problem. And so in her bedroom, she starts going like, moon power and, and dancing around and transforming and then like running across would... the city. It would be a more efficient use of time. I it would. Like, she should transform <laughs> before the fights start, but yeah. it's not, you know. Dramatically, I like the idea that you know a big part of her powers are drama based. That's why they have to do all the posing. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually, character wise. Yeah. Is One that... thing. Oh, go ahead. Go on. Um. So when she transforms, Amy goes Sailor Moon. What? And what? Yeah. She did not do that in this one. That in makes fact, sense. <laughs> Usagi shows up. Everyone's zombies, except for Amy, because yeah. Amy didn't yeah. have a disc. So, Amy, so Usagi's immediately like, you're a monster. Clearly, you're the one behind all this, which was the <laughs> kind of that a, make, un, that was a reasonable misunderstanding. And then she transforms. Yeah. And then, in, in, yeah, Amy doesn't know who Sailor Moon is. Hi, buddy. No, she, so before the transformation, she's like, oh, is there a problem? Like, I'm teaching this class. <laughs> like, <it's> so, <laughs> and everybody else is zombies. It's so weird. 
And then she transforms, and then Amy's like, Sailor Moon? Yeah, because I forgot, Amy doesn't say I'm teaching this class. Amy goes, you can't come running in here, we're having a class, or like, we're, we're you can't yeah. just come... Because it was, like, really weird that this person ran in screaming and said, everybody, step away from your computers. And Amy's like, yeah. uh, what are you doing? We're all studying. Go away. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Because I, I wrote, how does Amy know who Sailor Moon is? That makes no I sense. love that Amy doesn't take any shit. Like, yeah. there's a couple points in this episode where I'm like, I saw so much, like, these flashes of personality that I just very much enjoyed. Yeah, yeah so- that we didn't get in the dub. Because I don't really remember her having a very clear personality. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> Her personality besides, was like, quiet and smart. And smart. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. Yeah. So, but Ami immediately gets grabbed by the monster. Mm-hmm. The lady grabs her, like, around the face and then is, like, transforms into a big red monster and goes, I am Garoban, master of knowledge. And I was like, oh. you know, cool monster name. Do, have they all been announcing their names I in the sub? I don't remember this, so I was very struck by it. Yeah, I don't remember getting I don't names. think they've all had titles, like Master of Knowledge, either. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And this one, um, well, she attacks Sailor Moon with math problems. That was like... so cool, because, like, poor Sailor Moon. I want to say two things. One is that yeah. as soon as Usagi sees Ami get attacked and is like, oh, she's not the monster, she turns and goes, Luna, you told me she was the monster, and Luna goes, oh, that's so strange. (laughs) (laughs) So much is cut. That is so good. And again, we get to see Luna be like the one who's a sort of a dork instead of always making fun of Serena. Yeah. So did she start asking her like before she attacked with math problems, did she start attacking her with just questions? Yes. Like the gravity, <laughs> did she do the gravity question? No, she did. What is like some big number times some other big number? Yeah. Yeah. And in this... Sailor Moon's like, oh, school. <laughs> so I did enjoy that she was literally just going to like challenge her with knowledge like yeah. that. But in this one, she, she says something about like Isaac Newton. And then she said, why do apples fall from trees? And Usagi goes, I, don't ask me. Ask an apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better. It's she... really good. And this one, she goes, um, you're not my teacher. I don't have to answer that. <laughs> That's really, yeah. So, yeah. So then she, yeah, launches the physical manifestation of math problems at her. Yes. And <laughs> that was cool. I don't know how it worked, but it was cool. And then she, I guess, gets tired of that because then she just attacks her with the zombie students. Yeah. Um, so... Here's another installment of how is Luna a bitch now? <laughs> and she goes, hold on, I wrote it down. So Sailor Moon gets kind of trapped in a corner with like all the zombies, and Luna goes, Oh, now she's trapped in a corner. What a heroine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we need like a little like bitch counter, like ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> We can like so tally up like anime versus dub, <laughs> yeah. or sub versus dub. <clears throat> That's wild. Can you hear my cat yowling? Okay, good. I'm just gonna keep ignoring it. He's mad that the door is closed. Oh, I also wrote when the monster transforms into her full monsterhood. I wrote her outfit is fabulous. Like. <laughs> She's got this, it's all black, it's like an all black corset top, so strapless, 
and then a pantsuit, basically. It's like Ooh. like flared pants. It and I was just watching Drag Race last night and like it reminded me of a couple of that like these fabulous outfits there and I was like, dang, she's really rocking the fashion here. She Even with her a, like axe arm. She had a very intense design and I I struggled to put words into why it felt different than the other ones, but like I don't know, it was just very red and very intense. <laughs> Yeah, it's very fashionable, I think. Well, and then at least her clothes. But and then she's get she has like a super long arm that transforms into this giant axe cleaver thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wild. I don't know what that had to do with knowledge. Yeah, uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, and, and so she's like grabbing Ami and putting her up against the computer to like get the computer to suck out her energy, but the computer can't absorb it. And she's like, "Why isn't it working?" And Ami's like. And she's like, you must have stopped using the computer to study. And Ami's like, yeah, you shouldn't need machines help to study, which was a weird line, but also yeah. probably wouldn't have made sense in your version. Yeah, because in this one, she's she's kind of just more talking back about like, no, you won't take my energy, monster. Like she's it. They treat it more like she's fighting against it. Oh, I like. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. You know, considering this was back, you know, computers weren't doing much. The computers were, like, broadcasting thought waves. It kind of makes sense. Like, I don't need, like, something to, like, enhance my mental powers to study. Yeah. But in a modern time period, saying, I don't need computers to do learning is just so stupid sounding. Like, what's your problem with computers, Amy? It's it's giving me very, like... Why have automobiles when we have horses energy? <laughs> it's like, I don't need books to study is kind of what she sounds like she's saying. Yeah. You shouldn't need the help of books <laughs> or computers. <laughs> Screw books. So, um, uh, yeah. So at this point, so obviously like her forehead, forehead mark starts glowing and yeah. Luna's like, holy crap, it's her. It's Sailor Mercury. And... So at this point, she Luna is like, oh, it's Sailor Mercury. And she, like, pulls the Mercury transformation stick out of thin air. By doing her and little cat like, flip. Yeah, it was really cute. And she, like, throws it at her to transform. And at no point whatsoever does Amy go, oh, a talking cat. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen in this either. Although I will say she threw the wand. Ami picks it up. And I, I feel like they did at least convey to me, like, they didn't say anything. But I picked up. That Ami's just going, what the heck is happening right now? Because there's a monster chasing her, a cat is right. talking through her wand. She just picks it up because, like, what else are you going to do? Of course you're going right. to pick up the wand. But she's clearly like, what's happening? Yeah. And I yeah. want to say, because she's like, do a transformation and and then do an attack. And that they had the best set of expressions because she's like, use your bubble attack or whatever. Which, actually, let's 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 transition before we talk about the expressions. Bubble attack. Bubble spray. Ami has always had the stupidest sounding attack. Du- I, I don't understand what her power set is. Like, so Sailor Mars is fire, right? Yeah. Sailor Jupiter is lightning. What the fuck is Sailor Mercury? Is she like ice and water? Because she's not water because Sailor Neptune is water. Oh, yeah. Well, she does cold and mist and bubbles. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I will say bubble spray just does not sound intimidating to me. No, what, she, do they she call says, it bubble spray? No, she calls it um, mercury bubble blast or something. See, at least I, I get why they changed that because, like, yeah. bubble spray is, like, I guess not really intimidating. Although I will yeah. say moon tiara actually. 
action is also not very t- intimidating in terms of verb choice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, so we actually cut straight. Like, did they show her whole transformation? Because yeah. I was super mad that we didn't see. They it. cut the transformation. They cut straight to her and her outfit with like her little finishing pose. I and then yeah. I feel like and then she should... just knows her attack. She just knows yeah. it. And now I'm wondering because I I can't remember, but I feel like I would have noticed if they didn't do the transformation. I really remember her finishing pose because she does the little cutesy yeah. thing. But I'm pretty sure they did the whole transformation. I always hated her, her finishing pose. It's like it's <laughs> it so feels not a little strong. out of character. It's like cutesy, yeah. but yeah, I love because it the whole thing where where Luna will just be like say this or like you know do your bubble attack and they all start doing their attacks. Like I love the idea that again it's it's encoded into them the drama. Like they yeah. have to do the poses. They just instinctively know it, and that's what provides power. Like, so they all start posing really immediately and automatically, and I love that. So I wonder why they had her just know what she needed to do in the dub. They didn't have Luna shout, like, transform into Mercury or shout, use she bubble does, attack. She does tell her what to yell to transform, but she doesn't tell her about the attack. Sailor That's Mercury weird. does it. And because I was going to say, the best part about it, too, is you see Ami, who's, like, you know, been kind of calm and bland-faced, but, you know, kind of... Ami looks at this person, and she's kind of like, and then she just gets this frown, and then she does her attack, Ooh. and it was so good. It was like this very like character I moment of Ami chills. just being like, I know. There's a couple moments where Ami's just like, yeah, I'm not taking this shit, and it's like understated but really good, and I really like she it as a character beat for so her. So much better in the sub. I'm it's gonna have so to go back good. and watch this episode in the original version because she's so lame in the dub. Yeah, I want to watch the dub and, and see how <laughs> see how lame it's she is. Bad. But yeah, the room gets really cold from the bubbles. It fills yeah, up with and fog. Foggy. And then she tricks the monster into slashing at her, but it, she actually slashes the computer and destroys the source of her power. So do you think that part of her power is also like illusion or something? Uh, maybe, yeah. Because it and, seemed like, like she like made her? herself in the fog. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, then Sailor Moon finishes her off. With the tiara attack. I want to say that, once again, she dusts her. She turns, you know, she dissolves in dust. And then they do this long hold on the ashes, like, trickling down the chair, this pile of ashes. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, back to the niggaverse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're definitely still alive. (laughs) Also, the ashes disappeared. And I was like, isn't that so convenient that the dust body just disappears? (laughs) I don't don't think they disappeared. (laughs) Oh, it disappeared in the... <laughs> Maybe they were trying to make it less ominous. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Usagi's like, I'm sorry, I, I mistook you for a monster, Amy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then still just no reaction to this talking cat. Like, at no point whatsoever does Amy react to, or, like, comment on it at all. She just accepts it. Yeah, she's Sailor Mercury now. That's good. But, yeah, they have a whole, like, oh, we're going to be able to fight together. And I, it was, like, a good moment for Ami because she's had, like, only, like, this... Yeah fighting and now she's got a friend and another purpose and something else she's good at well and then that's going to be helpful for usagi as well for like studying and she does mention that at the end she's like she just has a quick aside which where she's like "Ooh, maybe i can get her to help me study see and here it was a callback because she so they're doing the friend thing i'm happy to have you on the team it'll be great and then they have the little usagi like evil face where she's like and it's gonna be so good for my tests (laughs) my grades are gonna be good they cut away they did not show an evil face they just cut to like a pink background 
was so good. And then, you know, and then Ami offers her hands to shake hands and is like, I'm looking forward to fighting alongside you, which was like really cool. And you could see that Usagi is like, wow, that was so cool. Even as she shakes hands, she gets like flustered. And then she goes, oh no, she's going to be better at this too. <laughs> but like in a nice way. It was really yeah, cute. Yeah, that would be so much better. Yeah, they were just saying like, yeah, good work today. <laughs> yeah, but this is like such a moment. It was really yeah. cute. Usagi's like clearly like flustered by how cool that was. Yeah. <sighs> what a bummer. Oh, it was um, such I, a good episode. So I've been pondering what the, the moral yes. will be. And I will say that I think my, my because I was pondering it last night too, but the dub had such a different set of non-themes that I'm like, because, you know, the subs theme could very easily be something like, you know, good grades are important, but it's also important to like have friends and explore all your talents. Like, okay, that would be an actually good moral, which is I think the actual moral of the episode. And then like, if you wanted to make it more like, well, we don't want to say setting is bad. You could do like, you know, like, it's important to do lots of things, but you should still keep your grades up, but maybe not too up. <laughs> I don't know. I, so, but for the dub, since they pulled out all the like stuff about like pressure of cram school and Ami being overwhelmed by it and stuff, you might do just something about like, I honestly still think they're going to hit like, don't forget to study guys, but they might do like a, you know, don't judge people by the cover, you know, get to know them and make a new friends and also study. <laughs> so this, this is my theories. <laughs> okay. So, um, I didn't write it down word for word, mm-hmm. but it's basically learning can be fun and education is good for you. And also get a good night's sleep and eat healthy. Give school a chance. Give your future a chance. <laughs> Wow. That yeah, because, because theme, education is good for your future. That theme so wildly would not have worked with the, the, the sub episode. Yeah, and also is like a complete 180 from the message of the sub episode. I, as I said, I really liked that when in the beginning when Usagi had her interaction with her mom, you know, it was like, it was like, it wasn't like you got to get good grades, you got to get the best grades. I'm mad at you for not getting as good grades. It was like, look, <laughs> you got to not fail. Like, we're asking yeah. you to put a little more effort. And then Usagi was clearly being kind of melodramatic about it. And it was, I don't know, it was very cute. But like, again, it was like, there was still a balance of like, you gotta not fail, but like the amount of pressure that Ami's parents are putting on her is clearly too much. Like there comes a point when now your, your, your kid doesn't get to have friends that she doesn't think she's good at anything else. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's clearly messed up. Yeah. I, I have a feel. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's sad they pulled that all back out, although maybe they uh-huh. just felt like it wasn't relevant to American audiences. But, I mean, every, I mean, there are kids out there whose parents put too much pressure on them yeah. that could do with a message that's like, no, that's not okay. I think it does still work for an American audience. I My theory is that big deke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll bet that there was some sort of feedback about, like, well, we, you know, we don't want to be glorifying Serena not being good at school. And so, like, they're trying to, like, rein it back and be like, actually, school is good for you. <laughs> and, and they're also going for, in all their things, the very, very classic pal- palatable, I don't know how to say the word, <laughs> palatable. Palatable? Pal- palatable, yeah. yeah. Palatable, uh, you know, messages of, like, you know, friends are good and school is good and don't hit, you know, they cut out everywhere thing, you know, no hitting your friends. We got to cut all that out, you know, because... Yeah. We need it to be very clean and, you know, Sunday morning cartoon. That's not a thing. Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. So, I just yeah, can't get course. over now what I, knowing what I know now about the sub. I just cannot get over it. Learning can be fun. Education's good for you. It sets you up Poor for the future. Ami. Yeah. It's like, 
Ami doesn't need all that stuff, but that's why I guess they tone it. But again, it part of why that doesn't work is there's a very strong metaphor with the miserable children turning into zombies in the cram school. And with every choice that they've made of the bad thing, they've always picked something where it's a metaphor for how that actual thing in reality makes you sad or miserable or zombie-like. Like, we had the, you know, obsession with jewelry, and you get, like, a little too caught up in that. We had the obsession with finding a love interest, you know, like, on the radio, and maybe getting a little too caught up in that. And none of them were, like, inherently all the way bad things, but it was about, like, you know, these things can Working make you Working out happy. too hard. It's basically, yeah. like, everything Working in moderation. Working out too hard. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, over-obsession with exercise and losing weight, you know, that was bad for you. And so they take these things that are like, there's a seed of good stuff, but, like, don't go crazy, don't make yourself sad right. and miserable and lose track of other things in your life. And so it's really weird that they're then taking these, you know, even the talent show where it's, like, you know, trying to be, like, caught up and showing off how cool you are and, and getting attention is, like, don't lose track of stuff. So then they take this and they're like, this one, there's nothing bad about the school, you know, mm -hmm. There's nothing bad, you know, because they, studying is good. <laughs> so they, they keep ripping out the heart of the story. And I wonder if that contributed to, because my memory of watching the dub is that it starts to feel re very repetitious, like monster of the week. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just like a monster shows up and they beat it. And then a monster shows up and they beat it. And I think part of what makes it feel very repetitious is that there's not a solid like theme or a core or a heart to that yep. makes each story Worth, why do we need to tell a cram school episode when we just had a radio episode? What's the difference? And the difference is they have a different theme. Yeah, and it's been cut. <laughs> and it's amazing how much of a difference that makes in terms of keeping things. Like, why are we telling yeah. this story? That's a good point, because I do remember it being very Monster of the Week. And I actually quite like a Monster of the Week thing. But it is kind of sad now, because like, we were kids, like we loved it anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's sad now to see how much we missed out on and, like, how much better this show actually is. Right? There's some really thoughtful stuff happening. Yeah. Do we want to go into moon memories? I will have to think of a moon memory. Yeah. But you can go I'll, ahead. I'll tell you one of mine. So, actually, it was a friend named on who I used to ride the school bus with. Um, I remember trying to evangelize her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were in that bubble. Yeah. Um, I wanted her to come to youth group with me. This is like a total side note. And this she is how like, you well. socialize. <laughs> yeah. And her, and she was like, well, my mom doesn't want to drive me because she doesn't like driving at night. And now as an adult, I'm thinking back and I'm like, that probably could have just been a good excuse to get out. It could have been either, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fair enough, either way. Um, and my dumb ass is like, well, my mom can drive you. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. um so I specifically remember we were on the bus and maybe it was like seventh or eighth grade and she would write fan fiction in a notebook and mm -hmm. she had written I want to say it was like a Sailor Mercury and Link from Zelda like Whoa. crossover okay and it just blew my young mind and <laughs> I'm such a little baby capitalist, like, at all times, because I was like, well, if you want to sell this, you're going to have to change the character names, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, I was like, I don't really know cute. that it, 
I don't know that it's legal for you to be using these characters since they're copyrighted. <laughs> Not understanding what fan fiction was. That, that was my first introduction to it. That's really cute. Yeah. So that makes me want to tell a memory about fan fiction. And I'm just going to tell, I'm going to tell two things that connect. One from the beginning of fan fiction and, and more towards like the end or my current interactions with fan fiction. And I will say that I wrote, my first fan fiction was for Ronin Warriors, which was yes. one of the other animes that was on TV. And I was writing, you know, a story, a follow-up story for it. And I was writing it before I knew fan fiction was a thing, which I think a lot of us at the time were doing. Cause like people, you just start writing a story and then you yeah. find out like, oh, there's a thing called fan fiction. You can post it on the internet. At the time, the big place was like fanfiction.net. Before that it was, you know, like little independent groups and stuff. And it was like, oh, this is cool. And we would talk about it a lot. So like, that's kind of my background is like, oh, this is a whole world of like stuff. And I love how the internet like really encouraged that and brought that out. Like you can just write fan fiction for fun. Right. And tying into your thing about like, yeah, but you can't publish it, is that like, it's still very much like, grew up in that like, it's practice, it's not real writing, it should be, your goal should always be to eventually write your own real story that you can publish as a book and make money off of, and that will be real writing. Mm -hmm. And something that, you know, at some point in my life, I realized like, I didn't want to write a book or publish or do an, be an author full time because... I wouldn't enjoy that. And it was like, well, I guess I shouldn't write anymore. And I stopped writing. <laughs> and then I, you know, I still read fan fiction, but I came across someone at some point and they were like talking about how, you know, you're allowed to have hobbies that are just for you. Like you don't have to follow things along their natural career trajectory. Like you don't have to be like, just because you're, it was basically like, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to make a career out of it. And it blew yeah. my mind. I was like, what? I don't. <laughs> and I was like, I could just write for fun and not have a what? goal. <laughs> and it blew, I, I think started you writing just blew my mind. Again. Yeah, it was so, I was like, but if you're good at something, you have to like pursue it. And like, actually, right. this is so tied to the theme of the episode. If you're yeah. good at this, you have to pursue it. You have to push it all the way. You have to be the best at it. It has to be tied to your future and your career. And it was like, oh, I can just do this for fun. And I started writing again. And I love it. It's so fun. And it was like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have huh. to have. So that's my that's my, my story is that like you, you can just do things for fun. You don't have to go all the way on everything. I think my brain just broke. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad I could break your brain. <laughs> It was, it's literally shifted a lot of the way I engage with stuff. Yeah. Because when you're I've a kid been... and you have a talent, people are always like, oh, you're good at drawing. You can be an illustrator. You can do this for your job. You're good at this or that. And it's like, but I don't want to do that for a job. Well, I think for me, like, I, I did always want to do that for a job. Which is fine. Like, there are things yeah. you can want to. But also, like, sometimes you or sometimes you think you want to, like, I was like, oh, I want to be an author for a long time. And then at some point I was like, actually, now that I know more about the realities of it, I don't think I would actually enjoy this job. Yeah. So I guess I'll quit writing. <laughs> Completely. That makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, because I did, and even like right now with what I'm currently working on, like, it is a job. But I think that that is what has also been keeping me a little bit overwhelmed and stagnant lately is like, 
that pressure itself to be like, well, I got to create, you know, and I got to create on this schedule. I need to be making this stuff when like, that's kind of not how creativity works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, routine is great. Like if you're always kind of writing every day or whatever, but like, I think putting this pressure of like, this has got to make money. Like that's what starts to kill it. Yeah. And, and again, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's just, I think we have a fine line between like you should find a job you love but also like sometimes you maybe you just want a job that is fine and then you can have time to do things you love for hobbies and that's also cool mm-hmm. like that's what I've been recommending yeah to people, um honestly. I mean and again I you know I've shifted around I really love my current job but like I also love that it gives me time to pursue my hobbies like I like both those things mm-hmm. so um and there are jobs that are more all-consuming or like that pressure to like get to the top of your job and it's like you don't have to be trying to do that (laughs) right well and then remember I don't I don't know if Gen Z has gotten this message but I feel like we got it a lot where they were like you know do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life yeah oh yeah find what you're passionate about and I'm like wow uh fuck that because that's a way to really start to hate the things that you love (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and man they drove us there's so many like if you pursue that I mean, we, and we've talked, it's just like, sometimes those jobs aren't available and like, that's hard to talk about. But like, when you funnel a bunch of people into like student debt in a degree that doesn't have enough jobs open for the number of people you're accepting for that degree, like it starts to be a little bit of an issue. (laughs) I love therapy. Same. Do we have anything else we want to do before we wrap up the episode? I mean, how much was Luna a bitch this episode? Two or three times? I mean, she wasn't a bitch in my episode. Maybe once, but... (laughs) Amazing, but true. Can I get a little bell to ring every time Luna's a bitch? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. Episode is... Oh, we're supposed to go... Okay, next episode is going to be another Amy episode, and then the episode... Or or Amy is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And then the episode after that should be Ray. So then we'll have three <gasps> people. And then we don't get another one for a while. Um, and I remember Ray being a huge bitch in the I kind of do, too. I remember finding her very yeah. off-putting when she's introduced, at least. So yes. I'm curious how much of that is dub versus sub. Mm-hmm. Because they don't seem to have a lot Got of a new feeling. ones. <laughs> okay, so episode six slash nine is called Time Bomb in the dub, Ooh. which is what I'm watching. And it's called Usagi's Disaster. Beware of the clock of confusion <laughs> in the sub. And I'll say that I watched the little outro, like, you know, teaser for the next episode, and I was baffled by it. I really have no idea what it's about. Like, I was just like, this tells me nothing. And by the end of you watching the dub, you may still not know what it's about. I know, about. I might still be confused. <laughs> Something about a confusing clock, apparently. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't recall this episode at all. So maybe I will once we're in it. So I guessed the themes, but I believe it's traditional that I conclude with a theme. Oh, yes. Because we had Sailor Says. And you can also have one if you have one. Mm-hmm. But let's see. I'm going to say that my theme for this episode is... I can't remember if we were doing joking themes or serious themes. So maybe I can... I think whatever comes to mind. My theme is to... Uh, don't let people convince you to have computers suck your brains out to make you smarter. You should just do what you want to do. (laughs) 
So maybe skip the brainwashing mm -hmm. and diversify your interests. <laughs> diversify. Sailor your interests Moon and your says, portfolio. <laughs> Sailor Moon says it's okay to do a little bit of a lot of things instead of every bit of one thing, especially when that one thing is a computer class that sucks your brain out. <laughs> and for me, I think the lesson is Sailor says video games are fun and sometimes they give you instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that in the episode? I like it. I like it. That's I, a... I don't know that we talked enough about how fucking weird that was. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the sudden arcade game computer, like, voice in the computer, the computer. There was a lot of interesting, weird technology in this episode. How about our, our Sailor Moon says this? Technology is fucking weird, guys. <laughs> yeah. And this is the maybe 90s. Maybe you don't need it. <laughs> and you don't it's need it. Floppy disks are cool, and <laughs> you can fit an entire brainwashing into that. Yeah. I side note on the floppy disk, I'm like, why wasn't the computer itself the brainwashing thing? Why was it a floppy? Why disk? did everybody need their own floppy disk? That's a really yeah. good question. Yeah, like why not just load it onto the computer? <sighs> Strange. Could computers do that back then? <laughs> oh, yes. maybe not. Actually, maybe not. You might have had to always put in the program that you needed. We did see a beautiful, like, blue screen with text. I was really into that. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Ooh, memories. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well. All right. Listeners at home, have a nice week. We'll join you next week for more therapy. Yay.